Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete, where we interview badass, high-performing individuals to learn more about their competitive spirit and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. here with Sean McKenzie. Um, Sean, I um, just met you today, and along with these other people at the BMW Group, everyone's been super, super friendly. I came down to VIR, which is where we're at right now. It's a little quiet compared to some of my other recordings because we're at lunch break, so I'm glad we're going to do this without having too much interruption. Um, I'm interested in learning a little bit more about like what you do right now in the racing world, and then you know how how you've progressed over the years, how you started. So let's just start with, what are you doing right now? Yeah. So right now I'm the Director of Promotions and Marketing for BMW Club Racing. Okay. And so, you know, I run all the social media and those kind of outlets and then create some kind of buzz around some of the events. Uh, For instance, we've started this uh, Canadian-American Challenge, the Can-Am Challenge, and I have this giant trophy that I brought down here to kind of stimulate interest. So it's a little bit of a battle between us and the Canadians. Uh, and we are going to recognize our vets this, this fall, okay, during Veterans Day, Veterans Month. So we have some special events to honor our vets who race with us and even the vets who are with our BMW uh, club, the CCA of America. So that, that, that's primarily my responsibilities is to kind of promote what we do and, and also to uh, encourage participation. And you race. And I race, yeah. Um, yeah. And also, I I teach the race school, so we have a two day racing school. Okay. It happens to be going on today. Okay. All right. We have nineteen students in the school, and uh, we expect them to graduate. You have to go through this two day school in order to get a rookie license. Yep. Yeah. So uh, yeah, my response. It's a number of things. The promotions. I'm racing today. Yes, this weekend. And then also helping out with our race school. Busy, really busy. You know, it's been really nice because all of us need something to contribute to. Mm-hmm. You know, our jobs, yes, and whatever. But, you know, and it's all about the social aspect of it. I like cars. I love cars. I love fixing cars. But I also love people. All right? And so what this does is it just marries those two things together. And um, that's very fulfilling. So... You're probably the best person for me to ask just to learn a little bit more about this BMW organization, what you guys stand for, and, you know, mm-hmm. what does it mean to be a part of the organization? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so BMW Club Racing is kind of a subset of the BMW Car Club of America, okay. right? BMW Car Club of America, we have about 65,000 members okay. in that group. BMW Club Racing, we're probably under 500 people. Who are actively involved, those would be volunteers and racers, okay? And, you know, what we stand for in terms of club racing is basically safe, fun, and competitive racing, in that order, okay? Uh, We all, most of us have jobs that we have to go to on Monday, so, you know, we want to go back to those jobs. So, safe, fun, and competitive, all right? But it's a very intense experience. I don't know if you've ever been in, in, in the car with someone, 
but it's a very intense experience. So I, I do race, but I'm, I'm an SCCA, <clears throat> and it's a lot slower than your cars. <laughs> I drive I a B-Spec, so I drive a Mazda 2. Yes. But it's still door-to-door, wheel-to-wheel yeah. racing, and it, it's, uh, yeah. you're, you're pushing the car to the limit. Yes. Um, it's, yeah. it's just it's so much fun. Yes. So much fun. You know, what's, what's really interesting about it, though, is uh, it's that everything, when you're racing, and I know you know this, my friend, when you're racing and you're out there, you are so focused on the experience that everything else is forgotten, okay? And it's called a state of flow, mm-hmm. you know, because your brain can only process so much, and there's a purity in that experience that it's just, and the dopamine starts to flow, and it's an amazing experience. So, yes, it's about cars. Yes, it's about people. But there's, there's a real kind of mindset that you, that you create when you're out there. Have you experienced that? Yeah, and it, it's interesting because um, some people, there's so much information just from the racing environment itself. There's, forget about trying to think about what's going on for lunch later or something like that. But um, there's a lot of information you've got to process and like you said, you've got to be able to block out some things that aren't contributing to mm-hmm. the processing of that information. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, it's not even a matter of blocking. Your brain just says, you can't think about the checkbook. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You can't think about the puppy dog that you got at home. I mean, th- this is what you need to focus in on here and now. And yeah. it's, it's really kind of a cool experience. So of all the things you're doing right now, where, where do you think you get the most fulfillment out of? You've got the school, you've yeah. got the promotions, you've got racing, yeah. and yeah. you're probably involved in some other yeah. ways in the racing group. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting, that's a good question, and I think m- my personality is such that I just like to enable, you know, in a good way, enable people, all right? Uh, enable their skills, enable their fun, enable their social, you know, so really the school is about introducing people to this experience at a, at a level that they haven't experienced, you know? And almost being a, a mentor, if you will. It's, that's in me, deep in me. And then the promotion is just to get people to, you know, come out to the track and race with us, you know. But you can't, I cannot deny that when I get out on that track, man, there's, there's, you know, there's nothing like it. I, and I do all my repairs and uh, uh, car prep. And the rewarding thing is, is that when you're out on that track, like, you know you've done it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, is there... St- Total self-reliance, okay, which is, which is kind of cool. So tell us a little bit about the car you're driving right now. Yeah, so what we're driving is a uh, E46 M3. It's 2004, and um, it's in a CMOD class. And we have different classes okay. from stock classes, mm-hmm. which you're not allowed a lot of changes to the car, and all the way up to C- CMOD and BMOD, and, you know, where you can modify the car pretty significantly. Engine, suspension, trans you can do a lot of things. It still has to look like a BMW, of course, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so I'm running in the C-Mod group. This event here, we've got 15 C-Mods running with us. That's, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, okay. it's a ton of fun. And typically what happens within these small groups, this is going to be talked about multi-class racing. So yeah. that's where I reference, you know, you have different <laughs> classes. You, you establish like kind of a little camaraderie within the group. We're competitors, but we're friends, you know. And really the cool thing about that is there's trust. When you're a friend of this person, when you know this person, okay, 
And yes, you're going you're gonna, to you're raise them, but there's trust. And that leads to safety, mm -hmm. and that leads to, you know, confidence, right? I, yeah. Yeah. Now, when you guys do the multi-class racing, multiple classes at the same time on the track, do you have split starts when you do that or okay, not? Okay, so, we, yes. So there is, um, yeah, first of all, multi-class is like if you've ever gone down to the Daytona 24-hour, you know, uh, the IMSA, okay. right? And, you know, we have, there are multiple classes mm -hmm. within that race. So it's a very similar experience. You have fast folks and slower folks, mm -hmm. or less fast folks is what <laughs> we like to say. So, yeah, so there's actually one class called the Spec E46 group, which is a spec class, and we have set up separate races for them, oh. right? And because they're a spec class, what that means is all the cars are built to a certain specification, and you can't vary from that. And therefore, the driver really becomes the differentiation, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. How well the driver uh, performs. So today we've got f almost 50 folks running in a spec group, okay. all one flavor. And then we have another group, which is the multi-class, from C-Mod down to a stock BMW, mm -hmm. yeah, running <clears throat> parallel. Okay. Yeah. Now, are they, are they on the track at the same time, the two groups? No. <clears throat> so we have actually have two what we call run groups. Yeah. Yeah, and so the spec E46 group is in their own separate run group, and then the non-spec cars uh, we're running in our own separate races. And the non-spec group, do they have split starts, or are they all kind of grouped together? All grouped together, all right. And um, the start is determined by how well you qualify, mm -hmm. right? So we have this session where it's, it's, you know, you get out there, you're not racing, you're just trying to go fast mm -hmm. and turn a good time, which means, you know, high speed, low times. And then that puts you in the grid. Uh, the fastest person is going to be, has the best view, as yeah. we like to say, right? They, they're in the pole position, yeah. you know, yeah. Cool. So. Um, so how did you get started with racing? Yeah, so it was interesting. So this is my 13th year racing, but 23 years now of uh, driving on the track, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So with BMW Club, and there's other clubs like this, we have a, something called driver education, where you could take your sedan, okay, uh, out, and we, you go through a weekend where we'll teach you how to drive safely at high speeds and control your car, okay? That's called driver education. And uh, what would happen is, and I'm also an instructor for that uh, endeavor, but I would sit in the passenger seat and then kind of coach you along the way and make sure that, you know, put some guardrails up so that you're, again, safe and having some fun. That's really how you get into this, all right? I'll tell you my personal story in just a moment, yeah. but just, yeah. yeah. And then typically what happens is, um, if you've done that for a while, you could become an instructor, right? Where there's an instructor school that we run for driving education, and you become uh, a right seat coach. Got it. And or you can go into the racing, you know? And, uh, you know, if you're into that stuff, you know, car repair and... Uh, maintenance and things like that, and the excitement, quite frankly, then you can go the racing route, okay? So my story was, uh, did the DE, driver education, for about uh, seven years or so. My home track is Watkins Glen. Yeah, I was going to ask yeah, you where you were from. Yeah, I'm from New York, okay. you know. So Watkins Glen is my home track, and uh, 
So I did the DE, and then I got the instructor certification, so I was teaching folks. And my son was 18 years old, and he was going to start to drive in a car, you know. Well, it's my only child. So, you know, <clears throat> I built a, a car with a cage in it, you know, and six-point safety harness, and, you know, really just real safe. And the guy I was working with, the mechanic, he said to me, you know, Sean, he says, you know, you built a safe car, but you actually have a race car, okay? And I was like, I guess I do, you know? And he said, why don't you go racing? And I'm like, yeah, I never, I, honestly, I never thought about it, right? I was just trying to make sure my son was as safe as he could possibly be. True story. What car was it? What, what that was a, it was an E46 M3, okay. you know, that I had taken from, I bought it brand new. Yeah. And about five or six years, I started to slowly, you know, for me, convert it. But, you know, if you have children and, you, you know, your full-time job is to protect the child, right? <laughs> and uh, as I saw him coming up, I said, oh, my God, he's going to want to sit in this car. And he's going to want to ride it. And he's going to drive it. So let me build a cage around it. Now, when you say he's going to drive it, we're talking about doing more edu the driver education things, not like going back and forth to school or anything This like is that. correct, Kerry. Okay. So he was doing the driver, the D okay. what we call DE. Yeah. Now, I will say... Uh, that was when he was 18 years old, and I had him in carts, you know, uh, little go-karts. Oh, yeah. And I imagine you've done go-karts. Uh, you know what? I have not. Okay. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll tell you my story okay. after this. So. Well, you know, go-karts are very fast, all right? You will pull more Gs, mm -hmm. G-forces, both, uh, you know, forward, rear, lateral, in a go-kart than you will in a race car. I mean, it's just intense. Dylan gets out of my car after his first time in a DE, and I said, hey, Dylan, I said, how was it? Well, you know, go-karts are very fast, all right? You will pull more Gs, mm -hmm. G-forces, both, uh, you know, forward, rear, lateral, in a go-kart than you will in a race car. I mean, it's just intense. Dylan gets out of my car after his first time in a DE, and I say, hey, Dylan, I say, how was it? True story. He says, kind of slow. <laughs> I said, you kind of, what are you talking about? Kind of slow. I, he just, I said, I, he kind of felt, and I was like, I know what your, your mental reference is. <laughs> the cart that's very twitchy and, and, and like that. I said, yeah, man, this is a whole different kind of experience, much more weight, yeah. less G-force, you know. Mm -hmm. So that was fascinating. If I may, then he was 18 at that point, and then when he was 20, he got his racing license. Mm -hmm. So Dylan's now 34 years old. He's, he and I share the car. Oh, nice. So it's a great experience, father-son kind of thing, yeah. or father-daughter, you know. Yeah. yeah. Is he here? He's not here this weekend. Um, he's, he's been having children. Oh, that's crazy. It's, you know, and uh, <laughs> honestly, so he, uh, he's, he's got a, a girl now, and they're going to have another baby in the fall. So he's just focusing, you know. Yeah. Well, he'll get back into it once things settle in. Cool. Yeah. Um, so um, you've probably had some pretty cool wins. Like, what was the most memorable, and not necessarily win, just mm -hmm. a race that yeah. is just like, it made you feel so good. Yeah. And yes, and those are the moments that keep you in the game, mm -hmm. all right? And honestly, they're out there. 
but it's not every single no. race, you know? And I know you're a racer and you know that. Uh, I've got a, a, a guy that I've been mentoring. He went through the race school with me, and uh, I've been, you know, kind of mentoring him along. He's a young fellow, and he's really good, really good racer. And we were, last year, at the last race of the year, we were down in Georgia, the Roebling Road. And he and I just had this wonderful dance, okay, back and forth. And, you know, I mean, it's just, you, you know, my analogy is this, if I may, you know. When we start driving, it's kind of like um, chopsticks, you know. Dun, 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 dun. Then in the DE, we learn what's called the line, yeah. you know. And that's like sheet music. You, you discipline yourself against this a line that's on the track. Not literally, but there's an mm -hmm. optimum place. Mm -hmm. But when you start racing, it's like jazz, okay? There's no script. There's no sheet music. You just, you're just playing, mm -hmm. all right? And if you want to blow a note, go, man. And so when you're running with someone, there's this connection that you have with another racer or a group of racers, it's that, that's what you strive for. And Liam and I had that last year. It was wonderful. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> I remember my first opportunity to actually be racing with somebody because sometimes everyone gets spread out and you're like, you're out there by oh, yeah. yourself. It's no fun. No. And, but when you're, when you're just, oh, we traded a lead like four or five oh. times and it's, just, it's yeah. just a great thing. Yeah, it is. It's a dance. It truly is a <clears throat> dance. So, any dances that you would, you would prefer to have not gone on? <laughs> yeah, well, there's, people say, is it dangerous, okay? And I, see, I don't think that way. Uh, it's risky, okay? It's risky. And with risk as opposed to danger, they're two different things. You've got to manage risk. You see, dynamite is dangerous. You don't smoke around dynamite, mm -hmm. okay? So some, everything is dangerous, but what you do is you have to look at it as a risk endeavor. And so, um, you know, I've had some situations, and I'll give you details in a, in a minute, but I just want people to know that, it, you know, generally you are probably safer, if I may, in a race car. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, than you are going down the highway. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm from New York City area, Okay. Uh, on a racetrack, everybody is trained, everybody is in a well-maintained car, no one is on drugs, no one's drinking, no one's texting, no one is like in a bad state of mind. <laughs> We're all going the same direction. Mm -hmm. There's no horses, dogs, <laughs> kickballs, nothing coming out on the track, no stop signs. Now with that said, sometimes things happen, yeah. sometimes you go off. Sometimes you'll you know, kind of tap the wall and there'll be some damage, repair something, tie rod ends, you know. There's cost involved, and it's a disruption to your weekend. So all of us, you know, that's the last thing we want to happen. So we're careful, and we keep it contained, and, um, because there's consequences, yeah. you know. Um, mostly financial and disruption to the, yeah. to the weekend. So I've had a couple of offs, you know. They're good <clears> lessons. <throat> yeah. They're good lessons. <laughs> I was talking to somebody else earlier who's an instructor, and he said that he, he had wrecked his car racing, and he said, yes, it was expensive, but the worst part was he just felt bad 
because you know he's he's not supposed to have these things happen. He's the instructor, but they do happen. Yeah. They do happen. Yeah. So. Well, they do happen, and I. Yes, I know how he felt. Yeah. Okay. And you have to look at it as a lessons learned. You know, what did I do that contributed to it? You got to take a good hard look at that. Okay, and internalize those lessons learned. Otherwise, it's a it's a mistake. You know what I mean? And you didn't learn from it. So we encourage people to learn. And we actually, as a club, we hold some seminars, uh, uh, web art, webinars, um, and talk about incidents. And guys like myself, who have vi we all have video yeah. in our cards, right? So we'll <clears throat> critique. You know, I had an incident at Watkins Glen last year. And uh, it wasn't bad. We, a couple of, me and another guy got together. No big deal. But... You know, it could have been avoided. And so we looked at the video and we said, okay, what could I have done differently? What could my partner have done differently? And uh, yeah, so we actually use these incidents as a way of kind of um, improving the safety envelope. You know. So um, tell me a little bit more about what, what keeps the BMW group going. I'm sure you have some people that help support the group. Yeah. And, um, you know, I want to make sure we shout out to those folks sure. to give them a hit. Yeah, that's great. You know, first of all, we're a growing group, all right? Um, Post-pandemic, you know what I mean? We're rebounding. And so our participation rates are up. In fact, this race weekend, we have over 100 racers here, which is one of our most well-attended races, okay? This could be a record setter for oh, us. Wow. It's a big deal, okay? Yeah. And if you throw in the race school students, 20 yeah. race school students, you know, we're, we're there. Yeah. Right. So participation rate is great. But we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our sponsors. Okay. There's administrative costs for running the program. Okay. And sponsors like the Tire Rack are a significant contributor to help us run the program. We literally wouldn't be able to do it without the Tire Rack group. Also, some tire manufacturers, Hoosier mm -hmm. and Toyo, provide incentives. So if you win in your race, you can win tires. Oh, okay. Ah, and you go through a lot of tires. Yeah, I was going to say, that's expensive. That's so. expensive. So those are some of our major sponsors. And then Bimmer World is a big sponsor of ours. Vac uh, Motorsports, Sunoco Fuels, all right, FCP Euro. These are uh, folks who have contributed, and our racers, we wear out a lot of parts. We, we use a lot of tires. Yeah. And so those folks have helped us along the way and contributing. And in um, you know, exchange for that, you'll see on all of our cars, we have the stickers mm -hmm. uh, representing the tire rack and, and, and those that I mentioned earlier. And so um, just to create you know, um, some buzz. And of course, all of our racers buy those parts, both for their street and track cars. Yeah. You know, we encourage uh, anyone involved to um, you know, consider those organizations, because they help us, they support us greatly. Awesome. Well, do you, let me ask you, other than racing a BMW, being a BMW, have you ever raced or driven some other cars, or you're like, you're, you're, you just love BMW? Wow. Well, yeah, I probably shouldn't say this oh, on no. camera, <laughs> all right? But I'm also a Porsche owner and Porsche driver. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy that. That's a whole different driving experience, you know? Uh, I don't race the Porsches. I've got a couple for street. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of fun, well-built German engineering, you know. But uh, it, the BMW is a stout vehicle, 
and for racing, um, it's just, um, you know, I think it's one of the very best. Yeah, I've heard the same thing from several folks mm -hmm. uh, this weekend, actually. Mm -hmm. So it's been great uh, getting to meet a lot of the people in the BMW group. It's yeah. not something I normally get to do being in SCCA. So right. I want to get out and probably see, you know, maybe I'll go to a Porsche event or right. something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's been very interesting. Yeah. Um, anything else you'd want any listener to know, um, you know, getting into racing or specifically reaching out to, right. to your group? Right. Uh, it's a great community. I agree. Mm -hmm. You know, and, uh, you know, is it above others? No, I think it's, it's, it's a community mm -hmm. and it's enjoyable. If people would like to participate or get involved, if you're a BMW club member or not, you're welcome to come down and watch our races. All right. So we have a website bmwclubracing.com people can go to and uh, our schedule is there so if you want to come down and watch just really good uh, non-professional but very good racing come on down you get to touch the cars too in pro racing you, you, you know they don't let you near the cars no. come on down we'll, our, guy, our folks will talk with you and things like that so that's, a, that's an invitation and so again www.bmwclubracing.com clubracing.com. People could go there. Our schedule is there. We okay. also have a Facebook group that okay. if people want to join us. It's BMW Club Racing. They can come on Facebook. I run that group. Okay. And, uh, you know, we'll let you in and you can get the inside story on what we're doing uh, nearly every weekend this year. That's cool. I'm sure it's pretty high engagement in that group. It's, it's a really fun group. And even if you're not racing, you know, we have 2,000 members in mm -hmm. this group, a little over 2,000. Now we have about 350, maybe 400 active racers. So some of these folks are just there to just to be part of, yeah. okay? And uh, and uh, just kind of monitor the chatter. Yeah. And um, yeah, and we're very inclusive, so it's a great place to spend some time and to learn about what's going on in yeah. our world. That's that's awesome. I want to thank you for listening or watching Drive to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope that we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. I absolutely love hearing from you, and I promise I'll personally respond to every comment, every question, and every request. If you want to connect, start with our website, driventocompete.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Whether you reach out or not, please like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, Go kick some ass.